to the latest Rosenfeld Review podcast. I'm with, I'm with Christina Halverson, and uh, I'm pretty excited by that because if you don't know Christina, she is uh, kind of the founder and uh, godmother and grandparent. Every, every okay, that makes me sound like I'm 80 years old. But, but you're only 29. You've already established. <laughs> yeah, I know. Again. But if you know anything about content strategy, you come across Christina. Um, she wrote the book Content Strategy for the Web, which I believe is in its second edition. came out, what, about five, six years ago? Uh, maybe seven. Maybe it came out seven years ago. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to needle you about a new edition because I know how much fun it is to do additional editions. Uh, Christina also puts on the uh, Confab conference or company's brain traffic based in Minneapolis. They do Confab. And what year of Confab are we up to? Oh, I think that, let's see, the first one was in 2011. So that makes this our ninth Confab Central, although I think it's our 21st Confab. So, wow. So many Confabs. And that's coming up in April in Minneapolis. Yep. Yeah. At which point, maybe it will have stopped snowing, although we are not making any promises this year. Well, uh, I'm, I'm sure you handle it better than uh, Seattle, where I just was for interaction. Uh, that is true. And it was silly. I, I get to talk to Christina every, it seems like about every couple of years. And uh, uh, you're always really incredibly supportive. Um, you know, I, we're both in the conference business. We've both uh, been involved with books that have helped get our respective fields going and you're just a fun person. So I'm just delighted to get you to join me today. Uh, and I, I'm so excited. I, I've like totally forgotten what I even wanted to talk with you about. <laughs> but, um, we, we is it my 29 year old skin? Is it how I, is that it? Uh, that my glow, my youthful glow. Oh, you guys can't see this, but she, she's, she's definitely got that glow. It's like, <laughs> Minnesota, thing. but um, uh, um, you know we could. Let's see, we could start talking a little bit about conferences, and and you you've been at it for a long time. Have you seen a lot of change in Confab uh, compared to 2011? You know what's so funny is that somebody several months ago said blah blah blah. Conferences are dying anyhow, and I <laughs> I, I like yelled across the office. I was like did anybody in here know that conferences are dying? Uh, this has just not been our experience at all. We, um, our conferences seem to sell out earlier every year. People who come to them are always so thrilled to have FaceTime with other people versus just Twitter time or blog comments or Facebook group or whatever. Um, I, I just have not... Maybe it's like the huge mega conferences are starting to die out. I don't know. But I think that any conference that can provide sort of a I've come home to my people experience where, you know, folks are actually able to sit and share food and ideas and exercises and activities and laughs. I, I just think that uh, nothing's going to replace that anytime soon. So, you know, have we seen changes in um, – the sense of community that Confab creates, uh, it's just become stronger. Now, have we seen changes in terms of people's expectations around our quality of programming and um, the level of programming? Yes. I mean, everybody's always super thrilled with the speakers and the, and the uh, topics and so on, but 
every year they're just like, we're going to need to level up, level up, level up. Um, and I don't know if that's indicative of the field maturing or if it's just people getting smarter in general, or I don't know. What do well, you find? People are getting smarter that, and, you know, partly thanks to the work you're doing. Um, but, you know, do you feel like the sort of sense of community or, or tribe has changed all that much? Whether in, in the conference in particular or in the content strategy community in general. Well, you know, I'd be interested to hear your take on, on the IA and the, well, now it's the enterprise UX community that you're, that you're fostering and growing. I would say that within content strategy, and this happened in UX as well, what has happened just over the last three or four years is that people are really starting to stake their claims on areas of specialization. So for example, there's a rather large product content strategy community that is um, growing mostly in the, uh, in the you know, Bay Area, Seattle area, where there are more products under development. Uh, that, that field is also kind of being referred to as even UI writing or UI copy. And so those are, or UX writing, right. Um, Sarah Richards in the UK has really put a flag down around content design as a discipline, which is really um, focused on kind of task-based content within the website experience. Um, I mean, that's oversimplifying it, but that's kind of where that started with the gov.uk work that she did. Um, there are people who are starting to talk more about, Rahel Bailey is starting to talk more about content operations as a part of content strategy. Um, you know, Sarah Wachter-Betcher for Rosenfeld Media years ago wrote um, Content Everywhere on, con on structured content, and that field, which is sort of loosely by some being called content engineering, like a way to make the content go, is also really taking, taking shape. So that's, uh, but it's not a fracturing of these communities at all. It's more like a, hey, we have some deeper conversations we need to have over here. Let's have that. And then let's stay in touch with everybody else to talk about how the work that we're doing is having an impact across the field. So it's cool. Well, it's interesting that, you, you know, there's like a, maybe not a fracturing, but a specialization of the work, but the community remains strong. For sure. Uh, you know, do you, I think a lot of that, at least initially, had to do with writers not getting respect. And you feel like that's changed, or is that still part of what glues you all together? Uh, so that's interesting. Um, do I think that writers get more respect? it really depends on who you're writing for. Um, I think that one thing that really graded a lot of us when we were talking about content strategy, you know, 10, 15 years ago is people saying, oh, content strategist is just a label that copywriters shoot for so that it increases their salary. Mm -hmm. And that made us insane, of course, because it was never quote air quotes just about the writing and content strategy, right? Oh. Um, and in fact, it was sort of always trying to help level up the conversation around content so that people would understand, no, you can't be a content strategist just because you have Microsoft Word and can, you know, it was, there are, there are interdependencies and uh, strategic considerations that need to be taking place or need to be undertaken anytime you're creating content. So, so was there, I mean, what was your question? Were writers disgruntled? Yes. All content people were disgruntled. Do I think that they are less disgruntled? Mm, 
I think that it's really helpful to have a million resources now and communities you can talk to, but certainly people who are coming in new to the field step through the door really pissed off. <laughs> Just like, nobody is listening to me. Why won't they listen to me? So, yeah. Are, are you also seeing um, like a, a continual stream of content strategists that are finding their way from all kinds of other fields, like uh, whether it's journalism or, or, or tech communications or, or something else it is, you know, like there's always been like in, in new fields like content strategy and NIA, for example, like this sort of uh, vein of the veins of, uh, of raw materials that you mine to build the field. Right. So in, in IA, a lot of people came in from librarianship and, and other areas content strategy, you know, like I said, you know, tech docs, tech, tech communication, journalism, et cetera. Is that still true? Or are you seeing now people starting off as content strategists? They, that's what they studied in college or that's what their plan was all along. They weren't, aren't making a mid-career transition. I have yet to meet somebody who was like, and then I decided I wanted to be a content strategist when I grew up. And so I started to put my plan into place in college. Like, no. In fact, I, for my um, podcast, the Content Strategy Podcast, I always start out every conversation with, tell me a little bit about your journey to content strategy. And I swear to you, almost verbatim, every person says, well, as most content strategists, I have a rather circuitous path to content strategy. Like, almost exactly is what everybody says. So... But, but at the same time, there is, yes, there is a steady stream of people stepping into the field. Um, and most of them are like, oh my God, this is what I've been doing for the last two years. And I didn't know it was called a thing. And look at all these other people that do the thing that I do. And I mean, that's at Confab, at least half of our attendees every year are first time attendees, you know, because they're, they're coming through the door for the first time. It's really exciting. Are, are you also seeing a, um, democratization of content strategy in the sense that there are more and more people recognize it as recognizing it as, as a skill set that they need to at least have some familiarity with versus self-identifying as content strategists. Mm -hmm. um, I, let's see, you know, part of the challenge and this exists in the UX community as well is this ongoing, you know, lexicon evolution slash tension between the words and when you say content strategy what do you mean and when you say content strategy what do you mean and so i think that are people recognizing that oh content strategy is a a big tent under which there lives a variety of different skill sets that need to be acquired in order to have this larger conversation around content yeah People are walking through the door knowing that it's more complicated than just opening up a Google Doc and writing some stuff down. Um, are they sure where to go to get those skills yet? I don't know. There are really only a couple of content strategy programs in the world right now, and one of them isn't any good. <laughs> well, you know, so this is actually interesting to know. I hadn't really thought about whether there were programs yet, but uh, I'm not surprised that there are. Now, now, we may, now that it comes up, uh, where are they? Or the ones that you think people should know about? Well, one of them, I believe, is in Austria. Should you care to go take up residency in Austria for a couple of years? Uh, there, I think there's one in, at the University of Washington. 
And then there's one that Northwestern has been offering, but it's not really content strategy. It's more like content marketing light, which is always uh, frustrating for content strategists. But um, yeah, but you know, I think that, uh, I think it would still be kind of hard to put together like a formal program around content strategy because the discipline is still evolving so, you know, rapidly, but um, also in the context of all this other crap that's going on with the internet and digital products and voice and AI and all of that. So, I mean, isn't that part of the problem with creating a course around anything internet that, you know, the minute you, you set your curriculum, it's going to, it's different. Like all the information has changed. Well, yeah. Uh, and uh, it, it seems like some of the more successful teachers that I know are, are really focused on frameworks that give people you know, essentially a roadmap for their own learning that, that will work and be evergreen for a long time. And you know, you know, what's interesting is that is, I talk about the content strategy framework all the time. I mean, we've, we have one at Brain Topic that, that just shifted last year. It's called the content strategy quad. And we updated it to sort of better reflect our findings and practice and, and what we're seeing in the field. Um, but I've always made it clear to people this framework is not, you know, do step A, do quadrant A, then do quadrant B, then do quadrant C. It is really exactly what you said. It is a framework for understanding the discipline itself, the practice itself, how the different activities and considerations are uh, interdependent uh, with, with one another. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's well, that's well said. Where, where do we get our hands on that framework? Why? You know, you can actually just... Google either uh, just Google content strategy quad and that'll come up. Yeah. There's an article that it's called new thinking the brain traffic content strategy quad. So I want to rewind a, a couple minutes. You, you brought up content marketing and, and you people can't see this, but I, I have video. I can actually see. <laughs> Look on your face. You think, that after, you think that after, 10 or 11 years, I'd, I'd feel calmer about this topic or be more at peace with it. And yet I'm... Um, I'm let's rip the scab off. Let it go. Oh, boy. So, well, here, I mean, so content marketing, for those of you who are, have been protected from this as a trend, uh, has sort of blew up, I don't know, six or seven years ago as like the thing that all marketers need to do. They need to be creating content that people will um, be super excited and hot to consume and engage with. And it's going to drive brand loyalty and, you know, raise your conversions and create buzz. And And so of course what happened is that um, leadership in, in marketing organizations was just like, Oh my God, content, we need more content. We need video, we need audio, we need, you know, social media channels, we need more blog posts, we need the, and people just freaked out. And there's a, there's a conference called Content Marketing World. And I think the first year they held it, there were like 600 people. And three years later, there were like 4,000. I mean, it's insane how, how quickly uh, it, it grew as like a thing. I have been speaking at Content Marketing World on and off since 2009, and I have always been the person to get on stage and say, you know, like the one person out of 300 speakers to go, are we really sure this is a good idea? Like, is this really, is 
this really something everybody should be doing? I'm just not sure. Everybody should be doing Cassandra Halverson. Yeah, so, and in fact, one year they gave me a keynote because I think they were like, let's introduce a new perspective. And I basically got up in front of 4,000 people and said, you guys are really going to regret this in about three years. You're going to be like, what was I thinking? Because you've just been moving way too quickly and creating way too much and investing way too much in content that nobody cares about. And sure enough, apparently, I did not speak there last year, but apparently the big sort of like rumbling buzz term was content chaos, where people are just like, we have so much content, we don't know what to do with it. We don't know why we're doing it. We're speaking about that openly for the first time. Our customers don't seem to care about it. Uh, we can't take care of it. Uh, it's clogging up search results. And it is radically interfering with our customer experience across different platforms. Um, so we're real excited to see marketers talk a little bit more about user experience and customer experience beyond just promotion and engagement. Because that's what I think marketing should be. So You're the ones who are really getting that coming from, or is there any particular industry that seems to be figuring this out or, or I don't know, size of company or some other aspect that seems to be really at the vanguard of, of, of enlightenment? I, you know, I would say that it's, first of all, it's leadership. I mean, it's got to be, and that can, and good leadership can exist. You see this within your conference attendees, like good leadership that gets the value of experience of good experience within any, you know, whatever context we're serving up product or design or content or whatever, they're the ones that are like, we need to stop and take stock and figure out why we're doing this and if there's any point in doing this at all. And though those, you know, we just kicked off a project with a with a retail jeweler, national retail jeweler, and we saw one of the smartest strategic frameworks for their digital platforms that I've, that I've ever seen. You know, it's just like a small retail jeweler with however many hundreds of stores. Um, and, you know, we've seen it with uh, a nonprofit organization that we worked with. We've seen it with a healthcare organization that we've worked with. I mean, it, and it is all to do with people who have finally stepped into leadership positions after kind of watching the internet evolve over the last 15, 20 years who, are, who get it who get that it's more complicated than just chasing after clicks. Right. So, I mean, is there an industry? Is there a sales company? No, it's all about the, I think the, how much leadership within those organizations actually cares about customer experience. So you, know, you got me nervous because uh, uh, we, our marketing person uh, does a fair share of content marketing because we're a publishing house. We have a lot of content and we put on conferences. And so, you know, we, we're, we're very content driven. We're a really small company and a kind of complicated in a lot of lines of business. And uh, she'll be listening to this podcast and writing up the, the blurb to describe it. So this is very meta here. But what advice might you have for her? Because, you know, she's, she, she's got a lot of channels and a lot of tools and social media at her fingertips. And, uh, you know, I mean, this is just in a small company and it's overwhelming. And, you know, as the company grows and as she tries to keep track of this all and manage and manage it and deal with the content chaos, what's the advice 
because I know she's going to be listening. I think, well, first of all, you all do a fantastic job. You are, you're a content company. I mean, your product, your, pro your literal product is content, right? You have a leg up in that regard. Yeah, exactly. Um, and for your organization, content marketing makes sense. Just like for brain traffic, content marketing makes sense. We have a blog, we have a podcast, we put on a conference. Like this makes sense for us because we are, um, we are selling our smarts, right? We solve problems, we set strategy, we change cultures and mindsets. And so, and that happens with communication. It happens with content, makes sense for us. Um, you know, my advice would simply be not to let it get out of control. I mean, that's, you've got to, I think a big challenge that content marketers have is figuring out how to set priority. Um, and that's where strategy comes in because it forces you to set constraints and to focus your efforts in, uh, in ways that are most meaningful for your business's bottom line and for the satisfaction of your, of your customers, right? So, are we, do we do major Facebook, uh, you know, do we facilitate Facebook content strategy groups and campaigns? No. Am I on LinkedIn all the time trying to, you know, participate there and publish a bunch of stuff there? No. I mean, we've got limited resources, so we need to identify where are people looking for us? Where do they expect to see us? Where do they want to see us? How do they want us to participate? How can we best help move the conversation along in a way that is doable and manageable and sustainable with the small staff that we have. So those are the questions to continue to ask yourselves. I'm glad I'm looking at publishing a book right now and talking to someone about it right now. How to prioritize. Great. I will buy that book and I will give it to all of my clients. Before we wrap up, is there anyone you think we should be, uh, should be on the radar? Maybe we should have them on the show next or uh, anything you've read that's really resonated with you that you think our listeners should know about? You know, I have, this is, this is self-serving and I don't mean for it to be self-serving, but it is. But the person I have been talking to the most about where I think the field of content strategy is heading, who I think is going to be best served by the tenets and principles of content strategy um, and how we can sort of continue to, uh, shape and better the customer experience online with content strategy tools is my coworker Scott Kuby. And so we've got our we've got our heads down talking about that all the time right now. And so and he, you know, we don't agree on everything, which is really, really great. Um, he also is just bringing a whole different uh, experience to the table from before he worked here at Brain Traffic. But um, he might be interesting for you to talk to. I love talking to him. And he, you can put a plug in for his book. It's in a book apart book on uh, writing for designers, right? Writing for designers. That's right. And he yeah. is, he, it's interesting because the subtitle of that book could have been getting the writing done. Like he's a super pragmatic guy and, is, you know, doesn't want to just sit around and chat about ideas, which I of course could do all day, but he wants, he does, he wants to get stuff done. And that is, um, he's continually putting better processes in place for clients to help them move past, you know, move past this like, oh, there's so many options. How do we move ahead? Which is what we're talking about, prioritizing um, and kind of putting those steps in place to, to continue to get things done and to mature. So well, I've got to get my hands on the book as a starting point. And, it's uh, lovely. It's very conversational and practical and it's just great. Awesome. 
Well, um, great to talk with you. I, I want to remind you that you've just been enlightened by Christina Halverson. And uh, you may know her book, and if you don't, you should, Content Strategy for the Web. The second edition came out back in, what was it, 2011? Uh, 2012. 2012. Yeah, there's going to, I'm not in a position to be able to write a third edition, uh, but there will hopefully be a new book with great information similar to that coming out sometime in the next 18 months. Excellent. And uh, uh, you might run into Christina at Confab, the conference that her company Brain Traffic puts on. They also do uh, consulting and training. And uh, you're really, if you're interested in content strategy, even if you're not a content strategist to be, you should really know Christine's work. Christina Halverson, thanks for joining us. Lou Rosenfeld, it's always a delight.